Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. This is episode 152. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, joined by Christian Hoffer. No Megan Peters today. She is taking some well-deserved time off. She had some things she had to take care of, so you're just stuck with the two of us. Yep, yep. That means it's it's an all Geodude episode this week. We're oh. talking nothing about, you know, we're I'm going to do talk- that. Talk about Geodude, Geodude, and only Geodude. So this podcast is going to be like five minutes long. Oh, wow. Okay. At first I was like, wow, he's going to let me do this. And then comes the joke. I'm just going to push the kill button. But <laughs> <laughs> if you're new to the show, welcome. We do the show live every Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Uh Started that one a little bit backwards. Uh, you can catch us wherever you can find podcasts. If you want to listen to us uh, after the fact, twitch.tv forward slash comic book is where you can find us live or on Facebook. Uh, we're there as well. I have a decent show for uh, for you today. Got some news and we're going to talk about some of the April Fool's Day stuff. And then uh, we're just decided since WrestleMania happened this past weekend, uh, we've got a big uh, Monday Night Raw coming up for WWE fans. We're going to talk about which Pokemon would make the best professional wrestler. But that comes later. First, the news. <laughs> that sounds like the most NPR thing i've ever heard of <laughs> like, like my god like like i didn't realize that we had gotten bought by npr you know uh, <laughs> just gotta give everyone a little something on what to expect and then we go into it poor calder in the chat goes not logan paul nothing about logan paul oh, oh calder calder i'm so sorry i'm so sorry we uh, have one small thing about him uh but before we do pokemon unite Got him. Uh, Ozmeril, here he comes. Yep, Ozmeril is coming to Pokemon Unite this week. Oh, is it Ozmeril? Seventh. Uh, that's how I've always pronounced it. Who knows? It. It's, you know, it. I've always said Azumarill. I mean, I could see that too. Like, yeah. uh, like you know, it's. <laughs> Who knows? I should probably <laughs> look up the official. Anyway, regardless <laughs> of our horrible pronunciation of uh, of of uh, this Pokemon, he's coming. To Pokemon Unite. In fact, he'll be released this week, or she, you know, they. Um, yep. the, the crazy thing is, this might be uh, might be a must-have Pokemon. Uh, I'm I'm shocked. Like, uh, so last I year, know. we we knew we knew that Osmeral was coming. 
Uh, yep. The uh, it's Azu Merol. Okay, so that mm-hmm. is a uh, that is a. Uh, See, I, I to be fair, I thought I was saying it wrong, and so I like uh, yours I, better. I, I no, I I I'm. I'm it you is know, what I'm it is. Picky. I'm not too right. picky about my Pokemon pronunciations. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, there was a data mine that happened during the most recent update, and we found some information about uh, what Azu Merrill uh, is. Uh, I'm going to keep on pronouncing. Uh, you know, keep, keep getting that Pokemon's name wrong. Uh, but what its moves would entail, and it comes with Aqua Tail. And Aquatail actually allows a Azumarill um, to uh, bypass a Pokemon's defense, so uh, it's going to be an assassin, a cold blooded, oh, blue interesting bunny rabbit Easter egg assassin. Wow! Yeah. It's uh, it's going to be killer. Oh, I get the I get the timing now that you mention that it looks like an Easter egg, and we have Easter coming right around the corner. I think that's I think that's part of the reason why. Um, you know, and oh. and I. Uh, because what there's only there's only a couple of rabbit Pokemon um, yeah. available. It's like, what are they going to have? Like Baneri? Like no one gives. No uh, Jim, don't uh, you probably don't want to look up uh, Baneri's evolved form on Twitter? Then uh, <laughs> make sure your safe search is on. I mean, actually, okay, no, you're right. I forgot how horny this game is, and that low punny is definitely uh, would you know, considering everyone else the game has added would. That probably makes more sense than I, I was just say. I mean, <laughs> Low Pony would uh, join the Step on Me Respectfully Club. <laughs> That's uh, correct. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, god! Make it uh, not here. So yeah, <laughs> like, there's a little bit more room for me to run wild today. Oh god. Uh, but uh, look, this is this will be this will be a fun one to st- uh, to to see. Um, like I said, like as a as a staunch unite player myself, um, it this r- rate of them adding stuff mm-hmm. lets me. I, I it it's hard for me to get to get bored. Basically, right? Like I'm able to just keep moving on to trying new Pokemon and then seeing how it fits in with everything else and i think that's one of the things i like the most about it i do think that they're starting to run into a little bit of power creep um yes. because we've we've had hoopa who's you know a must-have uh duraludon is you know a, a pretty solid pokemon and um you know now now if if this one is as powerful as they people think it's going to end up being then you know they're 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 really shifting the meta maybe a little bit too fast but you know then again um i think that they're still trying to build that player base so yep. keep on th- they're just throwing new content into the fire basically it's just weird though because it feels like like they're not really picking like they'll pick some like super popular pokemon sometimes and then like i don't know if anyone was you know demanding and azumarill to be added to to unite but yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone wanted it in Pokemon Unite. I, I think it's a more po- popular Pokemon. Well, Meryl is a pretty popular Pokemon. Yeah. It's the first, you know, Zenpai Cramorant. You know, that is a fan <laughs> favorite. Thank you very much. Any Pokemon that eats and then launches Pikachu is, you know, like uh, just, you know, beloved by the masses. That's right. You know, anything that knocks off that electric rodent off its ivory tower thinks it's so popular 
Jim, I just realized, do you have like a halo mask directly behind you? Uh, no, it is. Uh, I mean, it is a halo related thing. It is actually, it's the box that the press kit came in, but it was actually oh. really cool. So I wanted to keep it. It's, I think it's like floating directly above your head. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, it's, I, uh, I've always been a, like a big master chief fan and like, hmm. I'm just waiting for like someone who has the license to make affordable helmet replica helmets kind of like what hasbro has been doing with the marvel and uh, star wars stuff because like those are incredible i have the red ranger like wearable helmet that hasbro makes and it's only like for like 150 bucks it's fantastic well i I just need a master chief one but anyway that's i I hope you get your wish one day I, i i i mean I too played Halo as a child. Um, well, not as a child. It was in college when it came out, um, and I I liked it. I liked it. I liked the first episode of Halo. It was yeah. a good. It was fine. It was good. So, anyways, moving on. Anyway, Man, Pokemon Go is Pokemon. Even Pokemon Go is adding new uh, <laughs> is new Pokemon. Speaking speaking of uh, of uh, Pokemon with uh, peculiar fan bases. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, and Salazzle have made their debut during the recently uh, released, the event is ongoing now, the All Hands Rocket Retreat event. Uh, so, uh, you know, Salazzle, she's there. Uh, Shadow Latias is added on uh, added to the game. Oh. So that's a new Shadow Legendary Pokemon. Um, we have some more Shadow, other Pokemon, Alolan, uh, you know, Ratatat, uh, Alolan Sandshrew. Um, a little Executor, uh, Pseudo Wudo, Girafarig, Numel. Um, you know, it's just your typical Team Rocket event. So, right. but you know, it's the Lazzles around, and you know, they. Uh, I'm kind of. I am. I am surprised that Pokemon Go is releasing as many new Pokemon with this event as. Uh, well, considering like the relative drought that we had just yeah, they, a couple months ago. Well, and it's like, so with Gen 5, you know, there's like 100, they, they made like 140, 150 new Pokemon for that generation. And they were brand new. It wasn't like Gen 4 where they were just add-ons to existing evolutionary lines. Sure. And um, they, you know, so I was kind of surprised, you know, because they spaced that content out like over the course of a year. We still don't have some very popular Gen 5 Pokemon in the game. <laughs> Comparatively speaking, they are just blowing through the Gen Six stuff. Um, they, um, you know, like you know, we've we've gotten they, and there's not a lot of Gen Six Pokemon. That's that's yeah. the thing. Like you know, there are just not a lot of Gen Six Pokemon. That was a relatively or Gen Gen Seven, excuse me. We're Gen Seven now, uh, so you know, there's just not a lot, and they already used a lot because that was the first uh, generation that they had the regional exclusives, which you know they've been using to kind of like pad or the regional variants. They've they've yep. used that to pad pad out the numbers, so they've had like less new Pokemon species and more of these like regional variants, uh, which I think actually has been great. Um, that that's been really smart. Yeah, um, I love the the regional variant stuff. Like that to me is such a fun way to kind of like remix classics basically yeah well you know people people knock on pokemon sun and moon and rightfully so they're they that <laughs> those are not very good pokemon games but you know i think that um it's really understated just how important those games were uh mm-hmm. to the overall franchise they did a lot of 
big things. You know, they it was the first game to really move away from like the grid style maps. You know, the the world was bigger. Yep. Um, they they started doing more stuff. Um, they they had you know a lot more like they they had like you know all the ultra beast stuff was like all that like really dedicated like post story now. They've done post story content before. Like XY didn't have a lot, but you know, Sun and Moon had a ton. Uh, yeah. You know, the Ultra Beasts were a big thing. Riding Pokemon was a big thing, and then the mm-hmm. regional uh, variants that you know those were huge, and that mm-hmm. those were all game changers. Like they did away with HMs. You know, just like a fundamental, fundamental. I mean, of that in itself, yeah. it's a big one. Yeah, I, I mean, I and think, they, re- and I, they gave us Ice Sandshrew. Ice and true and and ice Vulpix, which remains like one of the most popular Pokemon uh, to this day. Like you know that that people freaking love ice Vulpix. Like Alolan Vulpix. Oh yeah. Oh, ice Vulpix. Well, ice Vulpix was smart on their part. That was a. Uh, yeah, they. Was, I mean, the, the Gen Six. Like I said, Gen Six was a bad Pokemon game that had very solid. You know, it really was the first game that really started breaking away from the Pokemon formula. It was just like an awkward transition. Mm-hmm. You know, by the time you got to Pokemon Sword and Shield, you know, they they knew what they were doing. They really could just go nuts with it. Also, I think that the, you know, the 3DS just that it just didn't have the juice to yeah. uh, to to support Sun and Moon. Like realistically, Sun and Moon, uh had they made Pokemon Stars, it, well, people probably would have liked that game on the Switch a lot more than the 3ds because you know i i just remember like it was super laggy and slow yeah yes um and like it looked fine but like in certain instances like looked really rough yeah and you're just like yeah, you could you could just tell like the, the the franchise was outgrowing both the hardware and the pokemon the traditional pokemon formula and um you know now look where we're at and yeah, I mean, Calder makes a great point too. Like the, you know, they, it's one of the greatest things they know, not only for Pokemon, but from just even a scientific standpoint, right? Like it's makes total sense, right? Like, you know, a, although I don't understand the Sandshrew one, but like the Sandshrew, you know, Sandshrews in a different part of the world would look different. Uh, yeah. Than, oh yeah. Well, and it's, it was always kind of weird that they talk about Pokemon evolution and they don't actually refer to, actual evolution right <laughs> i mean you know because you think about it it's like that that's literally what regional variants are it's it's talking about uh you know that it's natural selection it's actual evolution it's it's pokemon evolving to their habitats as opposed to pokemon evolving because they've been exposed to additional radiation or they've gotten so swole their physiology just radically and spontaneously transforms um so yeah, no, I like I said, Sun and Moon, like I said, Sun and Moon, it 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 takes its looks online, and I think rightfully so. They're just not good games. Uh but but you know, very important to the franchise. Very yeah. important. Oh, for sure. Man, we're just going off on some <laughs> but this, that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh all right, really quick, uh uh Logan Paul uh spent uh, a lot of money on a new pokemon card that he wore around his neck coming down the ramp at wrestlemania saturday night yes so logan paul uh did did his thing again um he's an attention seeker and he you know got the attention he so desperately craved surprisingly Uh, good pro wrestler 
Uh, he, I, I was, I know, like it, it really <laughs> makes me mad, like how like natural he was in that ring, like, like he had, like he probably had like one of the other than you know, like you know, when when people were booing, you know, there's a couple of like like atomic heat moments, but he had the right. first one. He oh, for sure. When he was doing when he was doing the Eddie, Eddie. shimmy on the turnbuckle, oh, like my that God. was like, just nuclear heat. Oh, I I was loving it. Like I could not believe. Like I was I was I literally texted a friend. I was like, man, they are so glad that the ch- chairs are like chained down to the floor. Like, have <laughs> thrown at them. Like oh man, people people love to hate them. Like. And he, he was actually good. Anyways, Logan Paul. So, he, you know, he participated in WrestleMania 38. He did his thing where he wears a Pokemon card to the ring. This time it was a Pikachu Illustrator. Now, mm-hmm. a couple interesting things about the Pikachu not, not just the Pikachu Illustrator. Uh, it was a PSA 10 graded. The Pikachu Illustrator. Um, so now he's been going after a Pikachu Illustrator since 2020. He actually ended up in the hospital because he did the whole, like, I bought a fake Pikachu Illustrator, which everyone thinks was staged, but he punched right. a window while he was filming his, like, oh, I'm so mad because I bought a clear fake. And he punched through a window, and he ended up, like, almost bleeding out and dying. Uh, so he got, like, nine stitches, and, like, you know, like, right here on his wrist. Um, and so he showed up with an, another, P, you know, and this time was PSA graded, so it was not a fake. You know, and I don't think that PSA would appreciate if he had like faked a PSA grading. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out he spent five point two seven million dollars, and um, you know he said something about like, and you, Logan Paul has a tendency to exaggerate everything he does, like everything yeah. he does. So when he was like, "Oh, I spent five million dollars on this Pokemon card," I was like, "Yeah, sure you did, buddy. Sure you yeah. did." Uh, no, like on PSA's website, there was a recent five point two seven million dollar purchase of a PSA 10 Pikachu Illustrator and the Guinness Book of World Records verified the purchase mm-hmm. and it's apparently the most expensive Pokemon card ever purchased and, and yeah. you know keep in mind that we had a PSA 7 Pikachu Illustrator sell for $900,000 earlier mm-hmm. this year yeah so, uh, a friend a friend of the show Jeremy Padua apparently was uh, involved in f- helping facilitate this one in some form or fashion so I hit him up to see if he uh, wants to come on uh, and, and talk about it because it's not like when you help facilitate the sale of a five million dollar Pokemon card there's got to be a story uh, b- behind that one so hopefully we'll uh, he'll, he'll hop on uh, we can talk to him a bit more about it but anyway like we've mentioned on like when we were talking back when the the last Pokemon Illustrator card sold, right? Like this is like the this is like the Pokemon card, right? Like you're like yes, everyone wants like Charizard or whatnot, but the, the Pikachu Illustrator cards has the 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 legacy and the the story behind it that is just truly truly a ton of fun um so yeah so that's that that's a bit for our news to uh today we're going to take a quick break when we get back we'll talk all about uh all the fun pokemon had on april fool's day uh and then we'll get into our pokemon as pro wrestler discussion uh in just a bit so stay tuned we'll be back in 60 seconds hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, and we're back. So, April Fool's Day came and went. It did. Got involved as they are oft to do. Yes. Yes. We knew about it early because, uh, you know, uh, April Fool's Day starts like 14 hours before it hits the United States. Uh, So we knew it was going to be all about Ditto. Um, We we didn't know how much the main Pokemon account would be involved. We knew it was like a, a cross franchise uh, shtick. Pokemon Go ran a April Fool's Day event, which was all about Ditto. Pokemon Cafe Remix ran an event that was all about Ditto. I think that one's still going on if you if you partake mm-hmm. in that game. Um, and we got some quality Ditto content from the Pokemon social media accounts. Jim, how did you like April Fools from the Pokemon Company? Uh, Ditto is a Ditto is a great choice. Mm-hmm. for something like april fool's day um and like i loved it f- i mean this one this year felt a bit more subdued than yeah. badoofomania um, although keep in mind that badoof day didn't happen until june all they did for april 1st last year was they did the fan cam the badoof fan cam but that was like the first like yeah that was, it was like it was the reaction to that that like, got us badoof day wasn't oh, it? oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. What spawned yeah Badoofomania. Yeah. And so, um, and so like, so, so, so I get, so like that's, you know, last year's like, you know, spawned more fun things and like was a bit of a, you know, created a, a little bit of an online fan movement. Uh, but Ditto, Ditto's great. Like, I think I would have loved a like anime short, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, like, okay, Ditto's an interesting Pokemon in that. It and I'm trying to even recall. Like, I mean, we would have done this a billion years ago, but like, just even the Pokedex entries for Ditto were like, like, what is Ditto? <laughs> no one knows. Like, does Does Ditto have like? Are we assuming Ditto has organs and stuff? I I think like Ditto is just I, I I'm not going to go and um. Well, let's let's see what I'm the Pokedex pull, does. Let's I'm pulling let's it up, pull pulling it up right now. As we, we both rush over. <laughs> no, it's just like an amorphous blob of uh, yep. genetic code that can, you know, rearrange its cell structure. So I don't think it has, you know, traditional organs. I think when it transforms, it has organs. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think it. Um, I, I do the Omega Ruby Alpha. What do you think? It, what do you think it feels like? Like I think it feels kind of like like Jello, like goo. Like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. The, the common fan theory is that Ditto is a melted Mew. I mean, it, it's it's not that. <laughs> I mean, Mew contains <laughs> well, the. Hold on a second. It contains the DNA of every Pokemon. Have never, you heard this? Yeah. What? Yeah, you didn't. You you've never heard of that? Like the new. <laughs> oh, I have never heard. He was a failed Mew clone. <laughs> yeah, but, and it's supported. It is supported by its lack of presence in Pokemon Legends Arceus because Ditto wasn't around to be experimented upon. You know, and that's why we don't know anything 
about the uh, about Mews or about how Pokemon you know breed because everyone used does it with Ditto, and Ditto only popped but up. But if it like, was a know. failed Mew clone, mm-hmm. how did it reproduce? It, well, it's because it's you know it, it, I mean look at it. It's like an does amoeba. it just split itself? Like is it just split itself and then you get two Ditto? I assume so. I mean, who knows? Maybe that's how Pokemon breeding works. We don't know. It's a very mysterious thing. It is a very behind closed doors kind of thing. I mean, <laughs> I, I, so I've been watching. Oh, it's shiny Mew is blue. Shiny yeah. Ditto is blue. This is blowing my mind right now. So as, as a sidetrack, I'm going to keep this PG, but have you watched Bridgerton? No. Okay. In season one of Bridgerton, it's a very um, it's a very adult show, not recommended okay. to our children listeners. But there's an entire um, subplot in which the it's set in Victorian era times, and there's an entire subplot during an episode in which one of the main characters does not know how babies are made, and she is a <laughs> married woman. And I feel like that is like the exact same thing, like because everyone is kind of like you know, and she's like one of the genteel people, so it's like her family right. never talked about it because it was an inappropriate thing. Um, to talk about and um, you know I feel like that's what happens in like with Pokemon professors and Pokemon breeding and it's like well how how do you think Pokemon breed and then they just kind of stare at each other because they don't <laughs> want to like broach the topic uh, <laughs> and they're like yeah no it's a total and complete mystery a mystery yeah no this um, is fascinating I can't believe you've never heard of this one. I've yeah, never heard of, of this one. I mean, it's 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 all it's all it's 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 just you know it's fan theory. It's not official. Right. There's there's no basis. Right. Okay, it, but. but I've got Lunar Falcon and Calder in here, basically lining up all the facts for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, it seems like a a pretty solid theory here. Yeah, no, it, it's very plausible because it only shows up at Cinnabar Island. You know, it has the same color. The next structure. time we get to talk to someone at the Pokemon Company, this is the qu- number one question we need to ask. I, I will, I will, I will try to like uh, get that in. If we, if we ever talk with you know, uh, you know, Masuda, uh, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll chuck that one in there. Um, <laughs> is Mew or is Ditto a failed Mew clone? I'm kind of, you know, there's, it's so wild how many just theories there are about Mew. Like, what, what a just a crazy addition to the Pokemon mythology that was just like jammed in there at the last second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they were going to put them in there and they're like, no, we got to do it. You know, we can't just reference the freaking Pokemon. Um, I don't know. Did Masuda talk about once? Let's, let's find out. Masuda, Mew, Ditto. Oh, he did back in 2016. No way. What did he say? There is a rumor in the original Pokemon games that the Pokemon Ditto was a failed attempt at cloning a Mew. Uh, I was wondering if you could speak to this, to whether or not it's true. That was the question. Mm -hmm. That's the first time I've ever heard that rumor, actually. Okay. See, so Masuda and I, we're not, we're, you know, we're not. Well, you know, Masuda is a busy man. He was in 2016. He was trying to make Sword and Shield. You know, he was trying to save the Pokemon franchise after Sun and Moon. Uh, you know, the n- unique thing about Ditto is that it's a Pokemon that can change forms, but each Pokemon recreate with its own unique element. So we just make sure they are all individual life forms of their own. 
except for Mewtwo, which what is literally a, yeah, that's a what follow-up I mean. That's the follow-up. Where's the fu- that? Who did this interview? That's the follow-up question you have to ask. Like, okay, fine, but you made Mewtwo, so now answer the question: Is Ditto a failed attempt at Mew? Like, you know, like that, 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 that's you know, that's that's very nice. But what about type? <laughs> no, you will try to make God. Like, you know, like that that that's a literal thing that you just did in the last game, Asuda. Don't give me this. Oh, they're all unique life forms. Like you literally have a failed attempt at making God, literal God in Pokemon form. Um, what a, what a, master, what a masterful sidestep. Like, yeah, we try to make sure every Pokemon's like unique. It's like you literally just came out with a game in which they're, they're the Pokemon are, you know, regional variants, man. Don't give me that nonsense. <laughs> like in 2016, that's, that's totally what happened. Goofball. Unbelievable. Man, Jim, Jim, like, you know, we'll, we'll have to go. I'm, I'm going to start having, like, I'm going to add a segment. Like, here's your Pokemon fan, fan theory of the week. And it's going to be like 15 year old stuff, and Jim's mind's going to be blown. <laughs> like, wait a second. The World Trade Center sites and Pokemon black and white? What? Uh, yeah. That's actually yeah, true. Yeah. But I mean, but like, but okay, but but like, but like, going back to 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 Ditto for a second, like all like that aside, even if he, even if he was a failed clone, mm. do you think he'd be a little bit more powerful, or are we assuming the fact that he can clone is a very strong? I mean, power he's in a, and of itself, he's as powerful as any Pokemon he sees. It sees, they see. Well, but is it? But is he? Is he copying? The strength of the Pokemon he sees, or is he just becoming that breed of Pokemon? I mean, it, that that's an actual thing that it does. It's if he turned into a Pikachu, cool. is he turning into Ash's Pikachu, or is he turning into a Pikachu that he found on the side of the road? So it it changes it changes you know everything except for you know all base stats, individual values, effort values, except everything for except for the current and maximum HPs are changed. So the only thing that it, it, that is different when it transforms per the actual game mechanics is you know it literally copies everything except for HP. It does not Does Ditto you know, have to touch it? No, it just has to look So at then it. how does he know? That's you know the nuance of its unique genetic transforming ability. It it probably those little is, tiny beady eyes, you know, can look <laughs> into the DNA of those anything it stares at, and that's how it knows. You know, does it actually, have a brain? I mean, you assume it's got a brain. Yeah, of course it has a brain. Well, but you just said it probably doesn't have organs. Well, that I mean, not in like the traditional sense. I mean, amoebas don't have organs either. Actually, I guess they do. Do amoebas have brains? I mean, but yeah, amoebas do have organs. I guess they do. So yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I'm I'm assuming they're all gooey though. Um, oh, man, it looks like we're just gonna have to cut open a ditto and find out. Um, <laughs> is it hopefully? Is it, in, hopefully is, it in, is it in that book? That book that's got like the like that's like the the one of those DK books that's you know oh, like, for real cross sections the Pokemon cross sections. <laughs> Uh, I think there's like an unofficial one that was made that I actually have a field guide to Kanto, which was like a uh, unofficial Pokemon book that was made where it's like, you know, some comics artists drew like, like, you know, field mm-hmm. sketches of all the different original Pokemon. And, uh, you know, now I kind of wonder, it's like, I, I can just imagine, imagine like Professor Laventon, like discovering the first <laughs> and he's like, I must know what's inside that thing. It just like pulls out a scalpel. 
<laughs> just like, <laughs> but that's what I mean, right? Like, it's a, is it a lump of clay or is it? What? Wait, well, yeah. Like, how fast does a ditto move? Like, is it like a fast moving blob? Because it doesn't have any legs. Like, you know, I assume it, it probably like, gives itself legs to move quick. I mean, only if it looks. I mean, like look, snakes don't have legs, and they're some of the fastest animals in the world. So, are you saying that? But they, yeah, but like, it's, it's got a body. A that, like, like compare a ditto to a snake, Jim. Like, you know, like, does Ditto, like, like, you know, kind of jiggle as it, like, moves forward? Oh, God. Oh, God. Siege Luge just sent me. Now, now I have to. Now I got to pull this up. Great. Oh, no. Oh, just, no. Just sent me a Ditto cross section. Oh, no. Richard, Richard, I'm sending this your way in just a second. So we're on the Ditto topic for a little bit longer. Sorry, folks. <laughs> um. Uh, I mean, look, it makes it makes total sense. Now I got to try and figure out how to. I, totally, I mean, like it's. I totally forgot that there was a ditto in Detective Pikachu, and that was the most. Oh, there is a ditto in, in Detective. Yeah, Pikachu. That, that, this is like a major, a major plot point in that movie. I totally <laughs> forgot about it because that was right because of the eyes. Oh, oh man, like right there, right there, that entire, uh, you know, that entire ditto sequence is like. Um, you know, if they ever make the Fantastic Four movie, well, I, you know, I know it's coming, but you know, I I'll be like really mad if they like straight up like just like, oh, here's Reed Richards, he's super stretchy. It's like, no, lean into the body horror. If they could do that with freaking <laughs> Ditto, I want to be absolutely terrified by Reed Richards. Um, oh, wow. all right, let's see this Ditto cross section. Uh, this yeah. is. What a show, guys! <laughs> what a show! <laughs> um, yeah, and so reading reading some of this, uh, it shows. So you you'll see it when it comes up. But the, so for those listening, uh, there is a you know a ah! health chart. Basically, there it is. Uh, amoeba like cells will reconstitute at will based on activated DNA sequences in the in the nucleus. Uh, primitive, partially differentiated proto-organ structures allow for faster transformation. So it looks like Ditto is more like a slime in from like D and D than yeah. it is. He looks like Glob from or yeah, uh, yeah. from the X Men. Yeah, okay, yeah. I can accept this more than Ditto the Lump of Clay. Oh, it's so weird. It's like. Because it's like semi semi see through. Yep. Uh, yeah, th- like that's the thing. Like Calder, I always kind of thought as Ditto as kind of like like a ven- like a Venom symbiote. Like, like you know, a symbiote. Yeah, like I always kind of felt like it was just an amorphous glob that didn't have like organs as we. It was just like sentient slime. But like, can it can it squeeze itself through like corners and cracks and stuff? I think so. I think so. Even with its organs. I mean, not if it has like. What we think of as organs now, but I mean, but, we just saw the picture of it. It's got some. Well, I mean, I guess, that's one. That's one artist interpretation. Until until true. we actually get like Pokemon Legends, you know, dissection, um, which I really want. As like, give me that spinoff game, please. I want to cut open some Pokemon and see how these things work. Um, like, man, I, I whew, just. <laughs> Matsuda, we're coming for you, man. We're, like, we're, this is this is the question. We're not gonna we're not gonna let you sli- we're not gonna let you slip away like that other guy did. We're gonna fo- we're, we've got follow ups on follow ups, sir. You're gonna, gonna get to the Company's gonna reach out and it's like, hey, 
would you like to ask like five questions about like the Pokemon <laughs> trading card game? I'm like, yes, as long as one of them is like, no, this Pokemon card features Ditto. Tell me, does Ditto have organs? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh that is the uh april fool's day conversation that went into a in, in typical podcast has appeared uh tradition oh, horrifying directions just I love terrifying pokemon. i love Awful. pokemon so much uh, let's, so good let's talk about wrestlemania uh okay so uh so obviously wrestlemania was this past weekend uh christian and i are big wrestling fans so we obviously enjoyed it uh we had a different segment uh back when uh megan was going to be on the show talking about some anime stuff but we'll talk about that next week um but instead in trying to come up with a topic of conversation for today uh we thought we would uh obviously let let chat get involved let our listeners get involved you can tweet if you're listening to this you know later on monday or on a wednesday or on a thursday and uh, you think of one that we should have mentioned or whatever, then uh, absolutely, uh, you know, tweet at us. Uh, at gonna, Pokemon Pod CB. We'll, uh, we'll try to have a, an actual wrestler on here sometime soon. There's, there's oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. Uh, now, wrestling in general is not a is a topic that the Pokemon company has not shied away from. There have been plenty of mm-hmm. wrestler type pokemon uh, available yeah uh you know the first one obviously is the the machoke line yeah right? the machoke and uh uh machop I mean, and my champ probably are fall, fall, i think machoke and sorry machop obviously is you know obviously like kind of like you know just learning learning how to fight kind of you know yeah uh, he's 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 a gym he's, enthusiast he, He's like he's like he's like my toddler learning martial arts. Basically, is like what what that is. Uh, Machoke is more of like a bodybuilder than I would say a fighter of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Machamp though, one hundred percent wrestler. I, I, he like the championship belt is literally a part of his <laughs> or her person. Um, like that's that's uh, was, I thought it was Machamp that wears it, or maybe it's both. Um, uh, I feel like. Oh, actually, no. Got, yeah, Machamp's got a belt and Machoke. Machoke also, I know it's got the tights. Yeah, that also has a championship belt. They both have championship belts. They evolution evolved them to have, you know, now now there is like questions of whether those are supposed to be like weight belts or championship belts. I always saw them as like, you know, championship titles, yeah. which always like cracks me up. Like, you know, because it's like, whoa, look here. Like, you know, because th- that's not actual metal, that's part of its skin, guys. You know, um, <laughs> you know, but it's it's a power belt, and you know, I always thought, I, but you know, I always, I assume, I always assume that they they evolved, and then like they went and found one to go wear. As opposed oh, they to specifically, like, somebody asks, you know, somebody asks, like, uh, you know, is is that belt? And it's like, oh, it just looks like a belt. It's not actually a belt. Oh, yeah, that that was like a thing on there. Uh, I'm, I'm, oh, it does, it does. Yeah, Emerald does say that's a belt worn by the Machoke to keep his under overwhelming power under control. Uh, no one has ever removed the belt, so my bad. It is, it is apparently, um, you know, an enhancement item, which is weird. So it must find it. So it's like, I wonder if we ever get like Pokemon Legends Arceus, like you know, if like the Machoke line ever shows up, like will it be like? not have belts because oh, you know or do we get wooden belts 
fucking the, uh, the wood stuff. Um, so, so obviously you have like Halucha, which you know yep. uh, is is literally Rey Mysterio with wings. Yep. Um, you have uh, you know Pikachu Libre, who you know yep. kind of represents the um, you know the the performance aspect of you know uh, Lucha. Um, you know, uh, I'm trying. I mean, to you got uh, you got Incineroar. Yeah, Incineroar is another one. Like literally, yeah, like its move, its signature move is a lariat. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what it does. It 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 goes and it lariats people. Uh, uh-huh. I'm always like kind of surprised. Well, it's like even like the flying press. You know, it's 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 a it's a, it's a moon salt. It's an actual yep. moon salt. Yep. <laughs> you know, yeah. Somebody, somebody in the Pokemon company, some recent person in the Pokemon company loves wrestling because uh, <laughs> we've got all we've got a few like actual like wrestling ish ones. You know, well, like, and then we, I mean, we've got we've got. I mean, not quite wrestler, but I mean, you you also have Hariyama, and then you know, all the way back to the original, you've got Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee, yeah, um, which are all you know, you know all fighter types. Um, let's see who else. Who else would be a good or, or looks more like a wrestler? There's so many of them. I'm just trying to think. Incineroar was one that, the, I mean, outside of the Machoke and Machamp. Uh, I mean, Polyrath would probably be a, a good one, not necessarily yeah. made to be a wrestler, but like. You know, you have Crap Locked, which is yeah. you know, more of a boxer, but, you know, it's it's grappling. Um, yeah. uh, you And then, of course, there's Kecleon. Yep. Because you can't see him. <laughs> I, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> I'm surprised. I, like, I saw like the gears going in your head, too. And you're just like, I'm just going to let this one go. Like, sure. <laughs> uh, we have, obviously, you know, there's Sock and Throw, throw and Tyrogue. Emboar is an interesting one. Uh, uh, uh oh god uh, uh blaziken right oh yeah uh, blaziken yeah no. blaziken definitely has that that look for sure you know you could uh, you could go uh you could go with arbok because you know it's it's a snake a viper if you would probably can do rkos even though it doesn't have uh limbs to speak of <laughs> uh heracross oh yeah heracross yeah heracross, heracross you know, great one that's an, that's another solid one yeah, yeah i would love to see a heracross in the in the ring see you know and here's here's like the thing it's like you know there's obviously a lot of different pokemon that are based off of various types of like you know martial combat and like yep. martial styles um you know but like i was just like i was just like thinking like because you know you have like stuff like hariyama and like uh, um like minfu and stuff like that like you know a lot mm-hmm. of different pokemon that you know represent like various you know disciplines but i was just like thinking and you know like wrestling obviously you know there's a lot of variation to it you know sure uh, but I was just like thinking, like, what Pokemon would actually be good? Because, you know, it's as much of a performance, you know, just because like, you know, Hitmonlee can like kick your head off. doesn't mean <laughs> like, can can it just look good while pretending to kick your head off? Well, I mean, um, I could see Hitmonlee is a Daniel Bryan type, right? With uh, just just doing those kicks. Uh, but I don't know, but like even like the, the one I was thinking that, that immediately came to mind to me was Gengar. Oh yeah, okay. Gengar has always shown to 
you know, has always had a flair of the dramatic. Uh, and I, you know, when I think of Gengar, I think of, you know, like acts like Bray Wyatt or, <laughs> um, or even the undertaker to, to an extent. Right. And so, you know, und- uh, Gengar fits right in with any of those, any of those stables. See, you know, uh, if, if, sure. you know, totally, I can totally see the Bray Wyatt thing. If we were to go and throw in, um, like the undertaker though, I would probably go with something a little bit scarier than Gengar. Like Gengar, Gengar has got Gengar like, can know, be terrifying. Well, Gengar, hundred percent. It's literally a portal to hell. Its mouth is a actual portal <laughs> I mean, to hell. Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm try, I love Gengar too. Like I'm. I'm not. I'm not knocking Gengar, but Gengar right. is more like like creepy pasta type terrifying. <laughs> not like you know like it, it's kind of like um you know like the, it's a different type. Like you want like something like the Undertaker is supposed to be like straight up like like right. you know like boat keeper like you know uh, you know like it's supposed to be like i, I always think of like underkeeper or uh, undertakers more of like um like trevenant you know oh, okay that's fair yeah obstacoon is another one obstacoon would be mm. a great a great pokemon wrestler i mean you know it's it's basically the road warriors you know and <laughs> um so yeah that, that one makes a ton of sense uh, I'm trying uh, to think of like some other like really hey, Alakazam. I think is a is a it would be a good one too. Mm-hmm. You know, again, like a lot of like you know, just kind of playing off theatrics and and all that. I mean, look, I mean, look. If you had my like Golem, I feel is basically Otis. So, <laughs> <laughs> which which version of Otis is the, is the one? <laughs> you know, so okay. So for those of you who aren't like affluent in your, um, you know, in your wrestling, uh, wrestling, Otis is a very, a very beefy boy. Um, He's he's closer in height to me or Jim uh, than uh, some of the taller wrestlers. He has also went through a pretty radical gimmick change. His first gimmick. And like some people loved Otis's like initial gimmick. It was basically that like guy from the Goonies, like, you know, um, and like, it was like, like, I never liked it because I was like, this is kind of like offensive. Like I, I like this is this is like just like borderline like you know like I I get what they're doing with it like it's because it's supposed to be like redneck but it's mm. like mm, and so then he like suddenly like they they ditched that and so now he's just like a like blue chip you know like wrestling protege where he's yeah. just like this big beefy dude and it just cracks me up because he's also like now portrayed as being like a savant and secretly smart and it's just like <laughs> it just kills me because we went from like him like walking around like he's like you know it was like very like inspired by like the bushwhackers and stuff yeah. like that and um yeah oh yeah yeah uh urshifu would be another one urshifu uh, would, be, yeah. like, would be like a uh like the bear version of uh like ronda rousey um, mm-hmm. Like I know, like you know, like technically Ronda Rousey would probably be like you know, like soccer throw because you know she's got that judo background. her background. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> uh, ditto, ditto would be ditto would be a great wrestler yeah. where it's just like this blob in the center of the ring. Yeah. Like, now that I think of it, a lot of a lot of the dark type Pokemon would make great wrestlers. Hmm. Yeah. Like, no. like, like Honchcrow. There's your Undertaker right there. There's yeah, there's Undertaker, right? With the hat. Perfect. Uh, uh I love the idea of a like Electivire Magmortar, uh for sure. Um but uh but yeah, like there, there's a ton of uh Buzz Buzzswole. Buzzswole. There, there's yeah, Brock Lesnar right one. there. 
Buzzwall, Buzzwall is literally Brock Lesnar as a mosquito. Um, that's right. <laughs> that's right. He came up with the exact same thing at the same time. <laughs> I mean, he already looks the part. He's already colored red. Like Buzzwall, Buzzwall literally is Brock Lesnar five minutes into a match. Another another dark Pokemon that works, Yamask. Oh, yeah. Yamask yeah. is coming out with Asuka. You know it. Just floating in front of Oscar. That was a great, a great gimmick where it's like you know you have somebody who's like the key master or something like that, and he just has like Klefki like always like on on their belt, and at key points in time in the match, the Klefki like you know actually is revealed as a Pokemon, and like you know I don't know, I was like stab somebody in the eyes, you know, or something like that. I I I haven't quite fully thought through the gimmick, but I I feel like. You could get a lot of use with some of those inanimate object Pokemon. Yeah, you know, I, I mean you have a, uh, you know, like you you can run with Han Edge with uh, you know, uh, which Drew McIntyre since he's running mm-hmm. around with that stupid sword of his, which I finally <laughs> used. Listen, Drew McIntyre has been threatening to murder people with that sword for a year, and it's all <laughs> been just empty talk. Like you know, they're, the way they're building it up, they they have to cut off someone's limb with that thing, or they gotta get rid of it. Like, you know, that's, that's all there is to it. I mean, yes, but also. <laughs> this is like, it's like, this is the one chance I'm going to get to talk wrestling on a podcast. So I'm, I'm doing it, man. I'm doing it. <laughs> um, oh, man, I had another one. I had another one in mind. I just totally lost it now because you went on your, uh, your, your Drew rant. Um Oh crap! Was oh oh no! This, this was, was going to be more of a question. You know what, what Pokemon gets thrown into like the fighting slash brawler conversation uh, a lot that I just I don't necessarily understand. What Charizard? No, it's because it can do seismic toss. I mean, I, I'm right? Okay, so he does seismic toss, but like, well, it's because it's a fire fighting type, just like every other fire starter Pokemon. Oh wait, no, it's a fire dry. Oh nope, it's a fire flying type. Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, as a flying type, it would instantly have an advantage over all these fighting types. You know, that's that's, that's the reason why it's people want a ringer. They, they want to <laughs> It's like, oh, I see there's this fighting oh, well, I, I'll never forget. Charizard. I'll never forget the first time in the anime that they showed Charizard doing the seismic toss where they have him going like up in the air and yeah. then around the world. <laughs> It's like it's like Superman turning back time. It was yeah. always like the most like over the top. Like of all the Pokemon early Pokemon animations, I like never got that one. And it's just like and and it's just like okay, like and because like seismic toss, it's a it's a fighting type move. Yeah, fighting type. Like, what does Machamp do when it does a seismic toss? Does it also <laughs> just jump in the air and like do like thirty freaking spins up in there? Like, how does that work with any Pokemon that doesn't have wings and can fly? It's true. It makes no sense. No sense. And the seismic toss to me is always just kind of like a pop-up power bomb in my in my mind. That's why I always thought of it too. Yeah. Where it was, or or it's kind of like you know, like a suplex where they're chucking them behind right. the shoulder. Yeah. Um. Anyways, no. so yeah, so WrestleMania was last weekend, and we just didn't quite get all the wrestling talk out of our system. So that's how <laughs> this came into being. <laughs> and, and we needed to go install for we needed like fifteen minutes. Basically. All right, Christian, let's do the Pokemon Fact of the Week. Hey, excellent. Uh, Pokemon Fact of the Week. Uh, We've talked about Delibird before. We know that Delibird's sack is not actually a separate sack, unlike Machoke's belt, 
Man, if you want if you want an episode, go find the episode where we did Deli Bird as the as a fact. Oh yeah, that was a great one because no one knew that fact but me. Um, but anyways, Deli Bird. So we've covered Deli Bird before, so we can't talk about the obvious one. But did you know that Deli Bird once saved a man on Mount Everest? Deli Bird climbed on Mount Everest and was like handing out food to the mountain climbers, and some mountain climber was about to starve. Instead, a Deli Bird showed up and handed him a nice like tuna sandwich or something, and the guy climbed to the top of Mount Everest afterwards. What a feel good story by Deli Bird. <laughs> Can you just imagine, like, you're, like, like one of the first people to climb, you know, to the top of Mount Everest, and there's this, like, this, like, Santa Claus penguin, like, people get through, like, no, welcome, we have snacks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Deli Bird. What a weird Pokemon uh, Bird is. What a weird Pokemon, because it was probably, no, I'm not even going to go there, it's Children listen to this show. Never mind. <laughs> um, about that at times. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, man, we're getting to the the weird part of this Pokedex. That's for sure. Yep. yep. Uh, we're to the part where like they're half half of them are phoned in, so we have to dig deep. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, no one's gonna look at these ones. Like you know, they're like seventy in to the Pokedex. Yeah. Oh gosh. All right. Well, that said. That does it for us this week. Yes. Nice, nice, tight hour show. Gotta love it. Um, if you want, if you're listening to the show and you're like, man, I had a lot of fun today. Follow us on Twitter at Pokemon Pod CB. That's the uh, account for the show where you'll find any and all of our uh, announcements when we go live. Uh, otherwise, subscribe to the show. You can find this show wherever podcasts are found. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Amazon, iHeartRadio, all those places is where this show is. Uh, we want to support the show. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, we read some of them uh, last week. We'll probably read some more in a couple weeks' time. And then uh, again, the, one of the other best ways to support the show is, is to tell a friend. If you are friends with some, you know, other folks who like Pokemon, uh, you know, tell them about our show. And we would love to, you know, that, that just brings more people to the show. Uh, and if they listen to the show and they don't like it, well, then maybe we should re- re- rethink who your friends are. Is uh, <laughs> is really is really what we what we should do here because we are your friends and we would never leave you like that ever. Exactly. Otherwise, you can find me at Jim Viscardi on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. You can find Christian at Seahoffer Seabus. Megan will be back with us next week. Maybe we'll have a guest. I think we'll have a guest. We'll probably uh, have time to line up a guest for, for next week. Maybe not, but probably I have a, I have a look. It'll either be, it'll either be Jeremy or surprise wrestling superstar. Uh, that we'll, we'll announce probably closer to the sh- closer to when we, when we can get them on. Um, it's a great show. Yeah, we missed you, Megan. Megan, if you're listening and you got all the way to the end, we missed you this week. I'm sure, she's probably. Let's be real. She turned it off when we started talking about wrestling. She scream. She's probably screaming during the Ditto conversation for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, this was a fun show. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, Have a great week. Uh, We'll catch you here same time, same place next week. Talk to you later.